You're listening to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. My name is Nick, and I'm an intern at Your Futures Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit which helps students ages 10 to 18 explore careers and start their career journey. We provide career expos, panels, guest speakers, and more activities to help youth explore careers. Today, I am here with my other host, Melina. Hey, everyone. Our show, What to Be, highlights the career journeys of inspirational people in Santa Cruz County. If you've ever thought, hmm... How do they get that job? Or what is that job really like? Then keep on listening. We would like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Futures Our Business. Information provided during this program may not reflect this career in its entirety. Today we're joined by our guest Tiffany Harmon, who is currently the owner and creator of Seahorse Swim School. Can you tell us what your career entails? Teaching swimming lessons um, at Seahorse Swim School. We provide lifeguarding classes, water safety classes. We teach from the ages of six months to, what I say, one foot in the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Adults, children, special needs, um, everybody and anybody. And how did you come up with this organization? I've been a swimmer all my life, mm-hmm. and it stemmed from that. And then I was a preschool teacher when I was in community college, and that's how I started my first swim lesson company in Los Angeles, California, where I would drive around to people's homes in sunny Southern California, mm-hmm. where everybody has a pool in their backyard. And I would teach them how to swim in their backyard. And how did you move from L.A. to here? I had the opportunity to get a higher education and took that opportunity, left my thriving business in Los Angeles and went to UC Santa Cruz to get my degree in psychology. Okay. And then did you have any training in business at all? How did you start your swim school? I just started it and kept on going. No formal training in business, just putting it together and knowing how to talk to people Mm -hmm. and get them to trust me and work Mm -hmm. with me and provide them stellar swimming lessons. What are some things that you had to figure out along the way, like to start your own business? Staffing is always a challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most People say, how did you create a career out of a summer job? And I say a lot of hard work and just keep on going. So staffing is one of my biggest challenges, keeping and maintaining the same staff because Mm -hmm. most people just do that for a summer job and then they move on or go to school or move away or get on with their normal life. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's... Did I answer the appropriate question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You did, yeah. So I'm just curious to know... like. When you were younger, is this what you wanted to do? And did you know that you wanted to teach swimming? Not necessarily. I didn't think, oh, Mm. I'm going to be a swim teacher Mm. for the rest of my life. It started with just getting a lifeguarding certificate. And then usually the lifeguards will have to teach swim lessons as well. And I was really good at it from Mm. an early on stage. I continued my education, obviously getting a degree here at UCSC in psychology. I had lots of uh, continuing education classes. I had through involvement, I, I got involved with the American Red Cross as a paid employee and eventually an instructor trainer, which is like one of the highest levels of trainers through them. And I just kept growing and growing and growing and just keep going, going and growing. What would you say your typical work day looks like? Well, I've learned that you can't work 24 seven. That's Uh. something that I've learned. And so I try to start my day with exercise and doing what's right for my body and my mind. 
and I don't start my work day until 10 o'clock in the morning now. It's a great time. <laughs> but that's not how it started. I started and I was working nonstop all the time, every day, all day long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's always in my mind. I'm always thinking about it. It's always churning. I'm always got something to do, that's for sure. So I just spend my time from 10 o'clock. I try to hire other people to come help me so that I can focus mm. during that time on the work. Where most of it is returning phone calls and answering mm. people's questions. So I try to get back to them as fast as I can, mm. which isn't as fast as somebody else who has a team of five or 10 or 20 people at the yeah. ready waiting for them to call, pick up the phone every time. I I just can't get them all. So I just yeah. return their calls and do the best I can. Yeah. <laughs> How many people are you employing? Uh, it depends on the season. Right now I'm super short staffed, low staff. Oh. Um, and it's been a challenge. If you look around the community, you can see help wanted ads everywhere. Yeah, mm. definitely. So there's a lot of jobs out there for people to pick and choose from. And it takes a skill set to be a swim instructor. You mm. can't just, you know, oh, kind I'm going to of- go work at, you know, cilantros yeah. or wherever yeah. um, and learn how to work the cash register. I can definitely teach you how to teach someone how to um, swim, but that's a 33-hour course and you pay yeah. me for my knowledge. So, um, and then with that WSI certificate, people can get jobs. Was that your question? Yeah. <laughs> and then what kind of skills do you use in your job or would, you, would a swim instructor use in their job? Uh, a lot of psychology, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, just dealing with people's fears. You mentioned that you can't swim. I, can't swim, I don't yeah. know if you have fears, but a lot of folks have really deep-seated fears from mm. childhood where they were, you know, kind of old school, shoved in the water and get back. (laughs) Wow, you can swim, you know. No, that's not the right way to teach people effectively. Uh, Maybe it would work for some, but some it actually scares them out of the water until they're grown adults, and then they finally decide that they need to conquer their fear, and they come to me. I've had women at 80 years old, that have had that happen to them and they're finally coming at 80 saying that (laughs) I've been wanting to do this all my life and no pressure. But I like the number, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's wonderful actually. It's very um, gratifying. I get a lot of uh, really good feelings watching people learn how to save their lives in the water. Mm -hmm. So much water to snorkel in, scuba dive in, kayak in, Mm -hmm. you know, jet ski in, all those fun, fun things. And if you fall, you surf. I've had surfers that don't know how to swim, but they surf. What? Really? Yes. (laughs) And then I'm assuming they're coming in and taking lessons too, right? Uh, Yeah, they'll they'll just get out there. Or I don't know, but I mean, I don't know about everybody, but I've had surfers. I'm a surfer and I just hang on to my board for dear life. And I'm like, wow, Wow. you're really risking it. Yeah, but if you fall off your surfboard, you have to. Uh, They have the leash, so they pull on that, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it's a good idea to (laughs) know how to swim before you uh, Mm. attempt any water sport. And Mm. we at Seahorse Swim School are here to help. And then what advice would you give to someone who's interested in starting their own business or owning their own business? Be ready to put in the time. And I'm talking like, 
10 years of time. Maybe people would be more successful if they had business training or, you know, just a team a team from the very beginning, but I pretty much tackled on my own and discovered early on that I had learning disabilities. So I have to work with my learning disabilities mm-hmm. as best as I can and be easy on myself that it takes me a little bit longer and I need quiet space and extra testing time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I give that to myself because I deserve it and that's what I need to be my best. How did you kind of overcome some of the challenges of starting it on your own and just doing it all on your own, really? Uh, Getting the word out there is always the challenge. So Mm -hmm. when I first started in Santa Cruz County uh, and I landed my first seahorse swim school kind of my own entity. It took me five years to land a contract with the city of Santa Cruz at Harvey West Pool. And as you may know, they have a guide that goes out to every home. Well, that really helped me launch my business Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the word was getting out there. My Mm -hmm. phone was ringing nonstop from my number being put in the city guide. So if I could just get my information in the city guide, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wouldn't um, have a problem getting the word out. But we have a lot of clients that have been with us for years and years and years and years and years. We love watching their kids grow up. And, um, you know, because I've now have employed people that I taught to swim. Wow. It comes that's, full that's circle. It is coming full circle. So we... You know, we're here for people to become swim instructors or learn how to swim. I can, it's kind of a one-stop shop, but there's a lot of challenges. And I would say find a mentor is the number one thing to do. Someone to talk you through, educate yourself and don't stop asking questions. Mm -hmm. You never know all the answers. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What to Be on KSQD at 90.7 FM Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by other host, Nick. We're speaking with Tiffany Harmon, who is the owner of Seahorse Swim School, and we're learning about her career. And we'd also like to remind listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or your future as our business. Before you got into swim when you were young, what did you assume about swimming and what did you assume about owning a business that is I never, incorrect? I never really had any idea that I would be owning a swim school. It wasn't a plan. It just kind of fell upon me and I just started putting it together. When I was in Los Angeles, like I talked about, it was just kind of a, a thing, you know, drive over here, drive over there in my swimsuit all day long. No problem. <laughs> I do that. It's Southern California, yeah. you know. So I was successful there because probably because I was a preschool teacher and had my clients already wow. lined up. So and there's only so many hours of the day if you can if you consider driving around Los Angeles yeah. as part of your work day. <laughs> So, you know, I was I was young, 17, 18, doing all of these things and just trying to make it. It was actually, you know, to create my career was just continual education and meeting people and trying this over here and trying that over there and just keep going. Can't stop, mm-hmm. won't stop. How would you say your business has changed since you first started first student now? Well, I think I'm not as needing to be everywhere. I'm settling in on what I have going now. 
which is three locations. And oh. my dream of having uh, my own pool at my own house and running my own swim lessons out of there. So that's the <laughs> Seahorse Swim Academy, we're calling it, as a kind of offshoot of Seahorse Swim School. And those are private lessons taught by me, only by me, out mm -hmm. of my home. Mm -hmm. And I've always wanted that. So I pretty much am kind of, I don't want any more locations. I don't want any yeah. more responsibilities. Yeah. I just, you do want a, a five-step walk to my job location <laughs> and yeah. five-step nice. walk back into my house. Nice. <laughs> it's really a dream come true. And um, it's taken a lot of work and luck and just things falling into place, belief, and wow, cool, <laughs> you know, and the element of surprise and being happy and satisfied. So yeah, I'm not looking to ramp up anymore. I'm not, I've been doing this since I was a teenager and I'm not a teenager anymore. <laughs> Although people say I look very, a lot younger than I am. I, I just, it's, I'm happy to not be as full throttle. At one point mm. I had I think five locations too much wow. too much for this young lady so yeah, I'm fine it was we did it I had a lot more staff too so I had you asked the question of how many staff I have mm. it depends on the season mm. and in the heat of the summer I would say right now I'm I'm good with five staff you know but at one point I had 12 or something mm. and that's just that's too much for me I don't need to have that anymore I just need some rock solid couple few yeah. which i have mm -hmm. i have a rock solid couple few could look for a couple more though yeah. if you're what interested you, in a job <laughs> <laughs> what would you say would be your ideal candidate for a swim instructor having some continuing education units for early childhood development mm -hmm. is really important to know where kids are so those people that are studying early childhood education i really like to make sure that my swim instructors are lifeguards so already mm -hmm. having the lifeguarding certificate or taking one of my lifeguarding classes mm. so that if there's an emergency in the pool, whether it's with our student or someone else, we are all able to act together in the emergency. Mm. So getting that certificate, also water safety instructor, which isn't taught very much, but it will be. I'll be teaching that class in the fall for the um, County of Santa Cruz which will get me back into a county guide. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of trying to take it to the next tier and and make sure that all, everywhere, no matter what swim school you go to, if people have taken my WSI class, they're going to be at that higher caliber of a swim instructor. So you've been doing this since you were 18, correct? 17, 17 18. 18. How do you continue to stay motivated? I wake up every day. That's my <laughs> motivation. You know, and I have people that work for me that need a job. So mm. I, they need work. Um, mm -hmm. And my phone rings. So I answer it. <laughs> Gotta do it. Yeah, can't stop, won't stop, right? Yeah, it's a passion. I mean, I truly am the happiest when I am right in front of a student with a whole heap of fears. I love that type of student, and I love seeing them break through their fears and their mm -hmm. barriers and come out on the other side, and now they're on swim team. Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? Mm -hmm. I have one kid um, that I taught at six months who's now a junior Olympian. 
And he, I have a a pair of kids that I taught and now they're 11 or so, and they are just so good at synchronized swimming. So Mm. they came to a swim team workout the other day because they were, you know, out of the water for whatever reason for a week. And it was, (laughs) they were swimming side by side, like as close as you possibly could get Mm. with their arms in unison, everything just and I'm like, wow. So then they got to show our swim teamers their little routine of synchronized swimming. You know, that's another way you get involved with water. And they're really good and it's really cute and they're they're really good. It sounds so, really cute. Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have all my swimmers on swim team keep going like they do. Do you still get the opportunity to teach lessons and Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I teach still make time for that. Oh, I teach all the time, pretty much, yeah. We currently have programs on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. And come summer, that will be every day, except for Sunday. And I teach at my swim academy on Wednesdays. So I personally teach on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So I'm still teaching. Yeah, I don't like the paperwork part. I like the (laughs) teaching part. But I got to do both. So what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) You told us like some of your favorite parts about the job. Is there anything you don't like? You mentioned the paperwork. Um, it's not else? that I don't like the paperwork. It's <laughs> just that it's just the attention to detail. You know, mm-hmm. you're coming on June 3rd and 4th and 5th at 11:30, and you know you mistype a number there. Mm-hmm. You have people yeah. showing up at the wrong time. All the organization. Yeah, the organization and just trying to stay on top of it and not fall behind. You have deadlines like payroll. You have you can't be late on payroll. People yeah. need to yeah. get paid. <laughs> So it's oftentimes where I will say have a night out of fun or dancing and I honestly have to come back home and start working at one o'clock in the morning to finish before I go to bed. Yeah. So that can be a little bit brutal, but luckily I'm a night owl. So that works. (laughs) Is it ever overwhelming being in charge of so many different things and keeping track of everything going on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I've been able to design my life to where I shut the whole swim school down. It used to be December and January, and now I shut the whole thing down October, November, December, January, February. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, so I worked that one out nicely. So I just figured, you know, just go, <laughs> go, go, go for... March through September, Mm -hmm. and then you get to rest. Yeah. I've been dealing with family issues. My mom just died four years ago. My dad Mm -hmm. almost passed away about eight times last year, and he's alive. I just came back and seen him. So he's doing much better, thankfully. But at that time, I was running the swim school and doing his life and my Mm -hmm. mom's life and everything. And that, I definitely can say, was a little stressful. And luckily, my team was there for me, and I had enough staff to pull it off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, full throttle, but it is what it is. And I'm really feeling blessed that I have the mindset and the mind and the motivation to just do whatever it takes. Keep going. Yeah. So I'm, you know, people fold. You can go mm-hmm. crazy. I'm sure you could go mm-hmm. crazy with all those things going on. Yeah. But I just realize it's temporary. So just do the best thing, that best what, whatever I can do, the best that I can, 
you know, do your best, forget the rest. That's it. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to What To Be on KSQD at 90.7 FM, Santa Cruz. I'm Melina, and I'm joined by other host, Nick. We're speaking with Tiffany Harmon, who is the owner of Seahorse Swim School, and we're learning about her career. If you could go back and do anything different, would you? No, I'm satisfied with my life. I I can't think of, I mean, you know, personally, I have, <laughs> I have, you know, Seahorse Swim School is pretty much my child. So I've forgave mm-hmm. having children because mm-hmm. I had a swim school. So maybe I might consider that as um, not a regret, but it just is what it is. You yeah. can't change it. So I spent, you know, it takes, like I said, hours and hours and nights and nights and days right. and days and weeks and weeks and months and years <laughs> to just keep going. And um, I didn't think that I could take on any more. I would like to continue my education and uh, work on a master's degree. I uh, always had the issue of, well, what do I want to be? <laughs> I'm like, I already am what I want to be. So how do I get what, how do I know what to get a degree yeah. in? But what I figure actually is it doesn't really matter what you get a higher education. <laughs> As I see on many yeah. resumes, they have, you know, education and accounting mm-hmm. and they're want to be a swim teacher. Yeah. Uh, where does that come from? But my degree aligns with the work that I do, my degree in psychology. I have um, a teaching credential in health and safety. I have been an EMT since 1997, and I started to do that. I thought, maybe I might want to do ambulance work. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't try. I went on ride-alongs, and that was enough for me. And how did you know that it wasn't the right thing for you? Uh, I like to be happy, you know. Uh, But I mean, you're saving a life. Or it's, just uh, it's just that people's, you know, the trouble that people get in is just horrifying. Mm-hmm. And I, I have too much feeling for them as um. a person and I feel their pain. I take their pain. I can handle the emergency, but I don't want to drive every day looking for emergencies. That's not what I want. I want to be <laughs> on the rehabilitation side of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that I wanted to be a physical therapist and at the time of looking into that career, believe it or not, it was a certificate program. Now it's basically a PhD. Yeah. So I should have done that. <laughs> I should have got a certificate. <laughs> that would have been really simple um, and a good career path to fall back on. So I have a good friend who had a swim school, very successful swim school here in Santa Cruz as well. And she developed an allergy to chlorine. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't want that to happen to me though and uh, so she had to go redefine her career and she became a school teacher so yeah that's a concern because this is the you know the skin absorbs all that chlorine and I don't think it's very good for you so hopefully in the sun is another another element to watch for but I protect myself I wear I wear a wetsuit top I wear a hat I wear polarized sunglasses and I wear my sunscreen so I do the best I can to stay away from the harmful effects of the environment that could ruin my career I wouldn't really go back and do anything differently I am where I'm at and if you don't find happiness in where you are, then you're just like always wandering, dwindling down mm. every day. I don't want to do that. I want to live mm. my life the best I can with each and every day. What kind of person or personality do you think would be best suited for a swim instructor or business owner? Optimism, 
you know, having some, being optimistic that people can do what they think that they can't. So you have to be their motivator. You have to be mm-hmm. their coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be super patient, sometimes just not even saying a word and let people work it out through their own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, patience is number one. And being able to uh, know how the body works and how to explain I mean, the simple part it really is people swim as they're learning with their head sticking up. You're never going to learn to swim with your head sticking up. Really? Okay. Because your <laughs> whole no. body is just going to sink like this. Yeah. You know, so like an anchor, right? Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. down. So as soon as you put your face down in the water, your legs automatically come up, and that's how you're going to move mm-hmm. through the pool. So then in order to breathe, which everybody wants to do, instead of picking your head up, yeah. sticking it up like that, which causes your feet to sink again, <laughs> that's why we do the side breathing to the side so that your legs stay up and you can propel forward. So I'm looking to try to, it'd be nice to develop a tool for people to learn how to turn their heads. Like a YouTube video? Or... Uh, no, I'm talking like I want to make something like real. So I don't want to give all my ideas away, so I won't oh. talk about it. <laughs> but, yeah, some kind of sea collar thing. Interesting. <laughs> Without scaring people because getting you a yeah. sea collar yeah. would be a little rough too. But something it like that. It is really scary to, like, put your head, like, or back. in the water. Just... Yeah, you feel <laughs> like you're easy. falling. You yeah. feel like you're falling yeah. and, like, you're not supported. But you just have to have some trust and some understanding of the body mechanics and mm-hmm. where your arm should be. You know, if your arm is down here, that's another anchor. You're going to sink. So right. the water pushes up on you as you push down on it. So mm-hmm. having some understanding of how the body works, physiology, and actually, you know, laws of movement, like an object in motion will stay in motion mm. and understanding a higher, you know, higher level of education on that. We teach that in WSI. So people do get the understanding of their body mechanics and how they move and their physiology and physics, you know, basic. <laughs> We're not going into yeah. the Krebs cycle or anything. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So knowing how to how your body works and how you can um, stay afloat will help you. So for me, as someone who doesn't know how to swim, what advice would you give as the first step to getting comfortable in the water? Take a swim lesson. <laughs> give us a call. SeahorseSwimSchool.com you, you said you teach <laughs> infants all the way until whatever yeah. age, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you have different classes. Are they sorted by age? Are they sorted by level of experience? Comfortable? Um, Level of experience for the adults, we just pretty much stick with the private lesson. It's so, so hard to get one. people's schedules together, yeah. number one, and just take a private lesson. Um, we usually suggest that people take a minimum of four because what's one, you know, give it a good old yeah. college try of four and then we can determine what's best for you. But if we find a group of adults that are at or near the same level and they want to have other people in their class, we'll do that. We call that a custom class or we can create a group. We can do anything, but the scheduling is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. So finding you know, other adults that aren't related to each other to be available at the same time all the time is mm-hmm. more challenging than teaching you how to swim. Okay. Yeah. The last question we have for you is where can we find more information about Seahorse Swim School? Well, the fabulous internet. It's uh, com. You can also find that same at tiffanyharmon.com. And 831-476-SWIM, that spells uh, 7946 on your keypad there. 
and uh, we are we are at currently in Aptos at Seascape Sports Club. I've been there twelve years, and mm. I have my own Seahorse Swim Academy, which is at my private residence. And we are at a summer program at the Elks Lodge. We have an open house, and we've been actually giving away free swimming lessons for mm. about 10 years. Um, I like to quickly tell people about that because it's actually a, an initiative. Uh, we are a local partner with the USA Swimming Foundation, mm. and it's called Make a Splash. Make a Splash is a child-centered initiative that is aimed at reducing accidental drownings by providing mm. swimming lessons to people free of charge. We have been very successful in giving people those swim lessons that they need. And um, we've had about, I would say, seven events mm -hmm. where people could come to get their free swim lessons. So Make a Splash is a child-centered initiative. And if they're listening in another area, they have a whole list of local partners. And we are one of those local partners. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for being our guest today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thank you to all of our KSQD listeners for tuning into today's Career Story with your hosts, Melina and Nick, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Tiffany Harmon, who is the creator of Seahorse Swim School. If you have any questions or would like to be on this show, send us an email at whattobe at ksqd.org. If you enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM K-Squid Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays or stream online at ksqd.org. Thank you for listening.